0: Welcome to Speak, family. It's a huge, and I mean huge, NFL Monday. Did y'all see yesterday? Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, once again, blew a 17-point lead and lost the game? Oh, I can't make it make sense. But what I can do is tell you how the Eagles are 4-0. But are they clearly the best team in the NFL? We will get to that. But first... LaShawn McCoy might owe the Chiefs an apology based on how they looking, but I don't know if I can get too far to apologize. Let me get to the desk, and say what's up to the family. That's Dave Hellman, NFL insider, the one and only Joy Taylor, and my dog, Eagles all-time rushing leader. LaShawn McCoy, how was catch, y'all? Y'all hung out without me on Friday night. How was it? Was great. great. Delicious. We
1: got, got Shay to eat some sushi.
0: For the most part. <laughs> We will dive into that later. It's shady out here eating raw fish. But speaking of something I got to get to right now, how about the Dallas Cowboys? Three and one, a surprising three and one. They have dominated on both sides of the football. America take notice of America's team. Now, listen to this fact. Cowboys defense is the only defense in all of football to hold every single opponent to under 20 points through four weeks. How about that note at the water cooler? But on the flip side, Cooper Rush, you cannot deny that he has been playing at an extremely high level, particularly for backup. Jacoby Brissett, he got a couple losses, he a backup. Joe Flacco had himself a couple losses, he a backup. Andy Dalton got himself a loss and he a backup. But Cooper Rush, ain't no losses for this backup, y'all. No losses at all whatsoever. And Cooper Rush is an undrafted cat. Flacco, first round pick. Dalton, first round pick. Brissett, third, fourth round pick. But Cooper Rush... He just got three to four wins without losing any single game. So who in the world has been more impressive? Is it the Cooper Rush effect or is it the Cowboys defense? Shady, I'm coming to you first, big dog, because it's all about rush hour. I know on this choice, side of the good table. Choice. Who's been more impressive? Cooper Rush, Cowboys defense, especially after
2: yesterday. It's the obvious. It's Cooper Rush. But before I dive into that, let's talk about this. I love when I come to work on Monday. Right. Why Monday? Exactly because we watch all this football, right, and everybody loves America, and we happen to have Dave Hellman here, who's a Dallas Cowboy guy. Yeah, 10 years. Right? And then normally... Of uh, Joy and, and Dave, they always kind of team up somewhere in the, in the, more in the show. Not,
0: more often than not. This is true. They told me that. What uh, what'd they tell
2: you? They said, Shane McCoy, you're tripping. If you oh. think that that uh, Mr. Rush Hour, Cooper Rush, can be a good player a- as a quarterback in this league. They told me that he's a- undrafted. He- he's a backup. No. He can't do this. He can't do that. They said that. But I'm the one that said this. What'd I said, when Dak Prescott got his chance to start uh-huh. for Tony Romo, he showed out and they got rid of Tony Romo. That did happen. And that. Cooper Rush could potentially become that same guy. Mm-hmm. A guy that's undrafted that's 3-0, Check. right? They're 4-0 okay. and now, sir. Well, I'm saying. This season, not, of course. Okay, sure. so you look at a guy where he doesn't have that much experience. Mm-mm. The other guys you talked about all before you broke it down, yeah. those are all starters. Go they ahead. had starting years. Yes, sir. Cooper Rush has never had a starting year. Life. Now he is. The more experience he gets. How many backups you see go empty set? They're starting to open up that playbook for him, and I'll say it one more time. Dak is a starter, right, because mm-hmm. he's get, making so much money. <laughs> oh, but America's team,
0: America, Cooper Rush is your guy. So Cooper Rush has been more impressive. I said it. Cooper Rush is your guy. Dave, more impressive Sunday. Let's zone <laughs> in a little bit. Cooper Rush, Cowboys defense. Be honest. Please be I honest. Just,
3: I love how it's Shady... Just finds a way to win no matter what. Like, even when the Cowboys are winning, he finds a you way to You don't rush for
0: over 10,000 yards in the NFL unless you know how to find a way to win. That's a great point.
3: Uh, look, I'll be the hater if I have to. I thought, I thought Sunday was Cooper Rush's best game during this stint as the backup. I thought he looked more confident. I thought it was great the way they, they let him push the ball downfield, had some long completions, drew some pass interference. The answer to the question is the Dallas defense, guys. Come on. Come on, and I'll read a quote from Cooper Rush right here after the game. I sent it to you all in the group chat. That's why you're (laughs) laughing. He said, they're the reason we're winning. It's as simple as that. It's true. You read it. They have not allowed 20 points yet. They've only allowed four touchdowns. They've only allowed every single opponent they've played one touchdown this year. Do you know how amazing that is? They're third in scoring defense, sixth in total defense. They're second in the league in sacks only to your birds, who are also good. Good for y'all. This defense is playing unreal. Did y'all watch in the second half of this game when the Washington Commanders were committing two-thirds of their line to blocking Micah Parsons? Mm -hmm. Did you see Trayvon Diggs making better catches of Carson Wentz throws than his own receivers were? I saw all of that stuff. Ten points? Come on. Cooper Rush is a nice story. The big takeaway moving forward for this season is that Dallas has one of the best two or three defenses in the league. I firmly believe that. That's fair. Where you at, Joy? Where you at, Joy Taylor?
1: I'm going to say Cooper Rush because I expected this from the Cowboys' defense before the season started. I mean, we talked a lot about this team and what we expected from them at the beginning of the season. We didn't expect much. We can all admit that. We were all kind of agreeing that, that we didn't have big expectations for the Cowboys, even with Dak Prescott as the starter. But... The defense was going to be what they were last year or better. And they've shown that. So the the, the Cowboys defense has been impressive. What I like about what Cooper Rush did yesterday is he's improving. Yes, we can talk about how, you know, basic the stats have been for the past couple games. If we're being honest, if you look at the statistics, they haven't been wildly impressive from Cooper Rush. But that doesn't matter when you get the win. But what is interesting to me is Cooper Rush is now improving with his statistics yep. you throw two touchdown passes you have that pass to cd lamb he is pushing the ball down the field which to shady's point means they're opening up the playbook for him they have confidence in him the rest of the off- offense has confidence in him and you're scoring so it, it's it's translating and it's translating to wins so the most impressive thing to me about cooper rush is that he's not turning the ball over yep. everything else that cooper rush is doing We've seen happen before. We've seen happen with backups before. We've seen with backups the turnout to actually not be great players before. But what Cooper Rush is doing that is unprecedented is he's not turning the ball over.
3: Go ahead. And I'll, I'll again. I like Cooper Rush. I like it. What he's done is amazing, Shady. I like. I I love. I love watching your face when I mean, we I do just, this conversation. I told you guys. The thing is, I'm no. You're always right. The most impressive thing, honestly, about Sunday for Cooper Rush was that the run game wasn't there for yeah. the Cowboys. Talk about yeah. it. They averaged two yards per carry. Dave, let me chime in
0: because you're, we're all kind of hitting the nail on the head. So now it's not what, because what is Cooper Rush is playing well. The answer to the why is what I saw on tape. LaShawn McCoy has hinted at this, but I really want to nail this point home. Cooper Rush doesn't play like a backup. Backups are usually learning on the fly. They are not playing chess, but Cooper Rush is actually playing chess out there on the football field. He is a couple steps ahead. I particularly took note of this one play as you watch it during the game. Cooper Rush identifies, okay, they're in man-to-man across the board. There's one safety that I have to beat. I have to beat this one safety. I know I'm going to throw the ball to CeeDee Lamb, so how can I move this one safety with my eyes? Cooper Rush knows where he's going, America, but what he has to do is look that safety off to the left. Hold the safety, hold the safety, and then throw a dart with anticipation to CeeDee Lamb before CeeDee Lamb gets out of his break. It looks easy. He makes it look easy. But as LaShawn McCoy is hinted at time and time again, Backup quarterbacks are really just out there trying to stay afloat, as Joy Taylor has made great note of. Backup quarterbacks, you just want to split your games. But, Dave, what I really want to drive home this point of for Cooper Rush is he's doing things that backups should not be doing. In the sense of, we saw Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton went to the playoffs maybe four or six consecutive seasons in Cincinnati. Not a great player by any means, but first-round pick, if I'm not mistaken, out of TCU, starting quarterback, solid player. A lot of spirits. Just called an L. We saw Jacoby Brissett, (laughs) third or fourth-round pick. Started games for the Patriots when Tom Brady was hurt back in 2016. Has caught some L's. Joe Flacco, Super Bowl champ. Clearly, he is up there in age now, depending on how you look at age. He's still not that young. But caught some L's. Meanwhile, Cooper Rush, no L's. To me, that was more impressive than the Cowboys' defense both yesterday and on the season. Defense has been crazy. But for Cooper Rush to be undefeated in the National Football League through three games... That, to me, is breathtakingly good, Shady. Yeah, and,
2: and the best thing about him, when i seen weeks ago, is that, like, not only is he managing the games, but he's not losing the games. He's not um, having turnovers. Every backup we watch have turnovers. And the one thing about Cooper Rush that I love, and I'm always bragging about it, and I am an Eagles guy, so if I say it, I really mean it. <laughs> I think, like, when, when he's out there, he can start on a lot of different teams. Yeah. These other backups we talk about, like, they look like backups. Every time they throw the ball, you're biting nails. Ah, ah. Where him, like, you, it's confidence. E- even from going to the starter where a guy like CeeDee Lamb, where you know he's going to catch the ball, you have a lot of confidence in him. But going to a guy
0: like Noah Brown, like, th- to have Joy, that ability Shady, is Joy, Joy time, Joy said something big last time. week, and, and we've said it before, but she said it last week quarterbacks need to elevate the players around them. That's what you would hope a quarterback can do. That's what Aaron Rodgers That's does right. all That's the right. time. Tom Brady, he's done it time and time again. Wes Welker, Julian Edelman elevates guys around him. Cooper Rush is doing that. Yeah. Oddly enough, Noah Brown, how many, ca- how many touchdown catches going into this season, Dave? None. None. For his career. I didn't, even, career. I didn't even know him. I had to look he him up. He was a seventh-round pick, if I'm not mistaken, out of Ohio State. Only reason the Cowboys ever took note of him, they were scouting Zeke in 2016. They're at practice scouting Aww. as e. Elliott. Like, yo, who is this dude? Yeah, he looks fat. They draft him in the seventh round. He's a blocking wide receiver. But with the Cowboys, because of Cooper Rush, because Dak Prescott wasn't making Noah Brown any better, whatever it is, Cooper Rush has helped elevate Noah Brown. So when I think of Cooper, Joy, I no longer think of Cooper as a great backup. I think of him as a good starter. Am I out of line? Um... Good,
1: we don't know yet. I think it's still too early to know what he's going to do with an entire season. We do still have a small sample size against the Bengals, the Giants, and the Commanders. Now, they're division wins, so they're super important. But they are still the Giants and the Commanders. So we have to have some perspective. Now, we have two really big games coming up. Huge games. So depending on how this goes with who's starting for the Cowboys the next two games, we could get a little bit more of that answer. But as you guys know, every time that you're out on the football field, you're auditioning for your next job, yep. and what he's done has shown yep. that, at the very least, he will be on the roster to start the season next year when we know they have to pay Jack Prescott, or now he will end up being a starter for someone next season. They're obviously going to hang on to him this year.
3: It, it's a cool story right now, but you're totally right, Joy. Like, in the long run, Cooper Rush has changed his life yes. over the last yeah. month. Should one? Somebody – he could be. He, he could is. be. It's not going to be in Dallas. For I mean, and regardless of what you think – the, yeah. money the, money. Right. the money is the money. The money is It ain't going to be in Dallas, but it could be somewhere else. So he has changed his life. The other point that I wanted to make, and I think it goes hand in hand, I think we're seeing a change in identity of what the Cowboys are. And people that follow the team that are close to the team have been saying this all offseason. It goes hand in hand with what this defense is. Even when Dak is back, you're seeing the way the Cowboys would rather win football games. Their running game, it wasn't good Sunday. It's going to be good against most of the teams they play. If they've got a quarterback that can make smart decisions, get the ball to receivers, not turn the ball over, they're only going to need to score 23 points a game with a defense hey, like that. I'm coming to you for this as we round up this Cooper Rush conversation
0: because we've got way too many great topics on today's show. You're a journalist, been covering the Cowboys for 10 years. You were there when Cooper Rush was brought onto the team in 2017 undrafted, when Dak was drafted. When does it go from being a cool story, a good story, to legitimate? Because Taylor Heineke, say what you will, Shady, good story. He almost beat Tom Brady. He's backing up Carson Wentz right now. Gardner Minshew, great story. Minshew magic. He was the second-slash-third-string quarterback for the Eagles last year, second-string this year. So this Cooper Rush thing, truth be told, America, it is just a good story until it materializes. We've seen it before. We will see it again. When does it materialize or what does it take for it to materialize in Dallas
3: or elsewhere? I mean, like, and that's a hard question for a daily talk show because that's the type of stuff that plays out over months or even years, right? I mean, it seems silly now that there was a heated debate about Wentz versus Dak for years. That's me. Well, okay, thank you, Joy. That's I appreciate it. But in in the grand scheme of things, so in Dallas, it would take something terrible befalling Dak that would keep him out for the entirety of this season um, or or beyond, honestly, because again, like they can't get away from Dak's contract yeah, the anytime is, soon. The money
1: is insane. He's earning 20 million this season, 31 million guaranteed next season. He doesn't have any guaranteed money in 2024. But if they release Dak after the season, it's going to be a dead cap hit of 89 million.
3: I'm curious. I actually, it, it's an interesting thought because remember Cooper did this last year. He beat Minnesota. It was a very nice performance. I thought it might be enough to get him a better deal. And it wasn't, and 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 lo and behold, they wound up cutting him at the start of this season. Now, three and zero, he's probably going to get to play at least one or two more games over the course of this season. I'd be shocked if he is still backing up the Cowboys next year. Honestly, because somebody's going to be willing to pay him more money to see what he can do somewhere else.
2: Hey, Dave, quick question, because you're a Dallas guy, right? And I'm just I'm curious to know this. So if Dak comes back, right, and he's, you know, the typical Dak that we've seen lately, the three points, 130 yards, no touchdowns, interception, like week one. If he has that for two or three games. Got that stat line burned into my zone <laughs> by the way. Let's say he has That's that for two, for two games, right? And you've been in Dallas. How would the fans, like, approach that?
3: to Knowing be- that
2: Cooper Rush is Cooper Rush.
3: That – I mean, and I think we're going to get into that later. Like, that is going to be very interesting because I think we can all agree, regardless when Dak comes back, he's probably not going to be at 100%. QB1. We got a QB1 over there. It is not number four. We will – Talk to the pace, though. But there's
0: nothing that Cooper Rush can do to supplant Dak. Nothing. I just don't – I wouldn't
3: say that. I I mean – I,
0: I, I, would. I would. I would. I would. Cooper, would. rush in.
3: If, ah.
1: But well, okay. I guess we're gonna we're gonna get to this. We'll later. talk I mean, more we
0: about it later. I mean, they'll talk I would more be about surprising. it later. Coming up, That's we got to talk tease. about the Bills. That was an incredible tease. <laughs> uh, the Bills won, but the Ravens—they went for it on fourth and goal to win, and it did not go so well. Find out the pivotal mistake the Ravens made that cost them the game, and do we blame them The credit Buffalo? That's next. the hell. Of a... Keep the rush, baby. Yo, welcome back, family. Y'all have to check this out. DK Metcalf was carted off the field yesterday. Maybe it was a leg. Maybe it was an ankle. Maybe it was a brain injury. It it wasn't. He had to go to the bathroom. He said that clinch walk wouldn't have made it. Shady, Uh, I've never seen nothing like that. But look, he had to go. He
2: had to go. You cool with that? He had to go.
1: That's the consensus. Look, we're all adults. This is just... Yeah, he had to go. And I can't think of a worse place to have to do it. So the cart seems like a great idea.
3: It's dramatic, is it not? No. Bro, have you ever been in that position? Hell
1: no. No.
0: Have oh, you, you know why not. If it's you've a never walk been walk in that position, then yeah. you don't yeah. understand. You got the, the long hill up there. No, the no keep it back. Have you ever yeah. been in that situation? No, I, I would have gutted it out. No. No. Was, no. How, no. no, you haven't then. No, yeah. you yeah. haven't then.
1: You haven't no, been you there. You would not have gutted it out. Yeah. You, you haven't know.
0: been there if you think you could gut it out. How does this equate to Paul Pierce? Remember Paul Pierce carried off the
1: court? This was less dramatic, actually.
3: Yeah, he was just quietly minding his business. Exactly.
0: He Listen, got on a cart.
1: This is how you know this has never happened. Seriously, because everyone understands, you got to do what you got to do. Got to go in that go. situation. That's that's right. you, you have
3: do. one goal in mind. Can I, y'all I can not control, your GI it. GI it. It. No, it.
1: that's not how it works, buddy. Yeah, this ain't never happened.
3: One again. day I'm gonna get a text from you, and you're gonna be like, "I get it, man. Yeah. I get it."
0: <laughs> Good for you. No. Hopefully, one day is not soon because we ain't got a cart to take me <laughs> off set. Okay, let's get to the marquee matchup from yesterday, the one that everybody's talking about: the Bills and the ravens the bills were down by 17 points y'all 17 points late in the fourth quarter came back and tied it up 2020 then fourth quarter came along fourth and two they went for it you got lamar jackson i get it but they did not convert they should have kicked a field goal some say instead josh allen all the way down the field he gonna kick a field goal bill's gonna win crazy that that is how it ended so joy i gotta come to you first it was a huge game but was it a good win for the Bills or a bad, bad loss for the Ravens?
1: Bad loss for the Ravens. You're at home, and you're up 20-3. to three. How do you give up 20 unanswered points? This is not the first time this has happened now this season either. This is concerning if you're the Ravens. You can get significant leads mm-hmm. on teams and blow them. You did it against Miami, and now you've done it against Buffalo. This is a, this is a serious thing that the Ravens have to address. You can't blow leads like this. You're at home. This is a great team in Buffalo and, and credit to Buffalo, they didn't give up and got, went and got the win in a storm. It's nothing against Buffalo, but the Ravens should have won this game, yeah. and you can't feel good about how you lost it.
0: Yeah, if you were Baltimore to Joy's point, I'll take it a step further. Now you got to be scared. It's almost like in, in, in a race when you get caught too many times, it does not matter how far ahead you are. Now you are always going to think you might hear footsteps to five. You right. always going to think you're going to cu- end up getting run down at the end of the race. Where do you stand? Obviously, you played for the Buffalo Bills for a long time. We're an all-pro in Buffalo, if I am not mistaken. You're right. so you you're have. right. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you have a lot of ties to the Bills. Big win for the Bills, bad loss for the Ravens.
2: I think it's more on the Ravens. Bad loss for the Ravens. And Joey talked about it. Just you've been in this position before, right? You got to find a way how to close games out. But I'm not really worried about the Ravens, though, right? Because now you know what you have to work on. Getting points, making stops is all good. But how do you finish the games out? And I think you emphasize that more on that team. I think Harbaugh has to go in there every day and say, hey, guys, we got to finish. We got to finish. You know, in football, they have them signs up, right? You walk Mm -hmm. into the building. How could we get better? And there'll be things like finish stronger. You know, uh, second half football, much, much better. Like, things like
0: that. So, that'll be okay. That'll be fine. But, okay, stop with the BS talk for television. Because you know them little signs don't work. Yeah, and in Philly, I think we had, like play like a champion or habits reflect the mission, all those things. It wasn't about the signs (laughs) that made us. We did really did. We would break it out on three. Habits reflect, and we would all say the mission. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Um, You remember that. But I'll I'll get to this point. Signs aren't what's going to change Baltimore. What's got to change? I I just think
2: they emphasize it. So now, like, for example, like, our play calling. Like, we got to be better in the second half of play calling. we got to be better at finishing. Now that you know that, when you're aware of something like that, you're always thinking about it. Like, small example, fumbling the ball, Right. Everybody can fumble the ball. That's part of the game. But in the second half, if you fumble before, now knowing next game, second half, the ball's really locked. So I think it's more
0: emphasizing that point. Dave, I'm going to say it was a good Bills win because the Bills had lost, get this, y'all, seven consecutive games by one possession or less. Mm. If the game was decided by one possession or less, the Bills were losing for the last year and a half. That's bad. Very bad for a team that has championship aspirations. But Baltimore, one of the better teams in the league, one possession game. Josh Allen goes down the field and does what Lamar Jackson could not do, gets the job done. For that reason, I think it was a good Bills win. I'll talk about Lamar in a second. Where do you stand? Good Bills win, bad Ravens
3: loss. Let's be clear. It is, it is a good win for the Bills. Like they, I mean, that's wonderful to fall down by that much and pull it out of the fire. It shows their character and their ability but if you're asking me what stands out to be more, it's the Ravens. Like, to their point, you're up by three possessions at home. And again, this isn't, you know, this isn't like the Patriots almost beating the Packers. This isn't like a scrappy team that wasn't supposed to be here. We consider this team to be on the short list. This is an AFC contender. I think about the Chiefs-Bucks game. We're going to get to that in a minute. But Chiefs run out to a big lead. Bucks bring it back. But every time the Bucks made noise like they were yes, gonna get so back into the game, yep. the Chiefs put their foot right on their throat. They're like, nope, we're the Chiefs and we're gonna get this done. The Ravens couldn't do it. Okay.
0: I, I gotta go here. I yeah, gotta go here. Yeah. I gotta cut you off right for this go reason. Go for it. It wasn't just the Chiefs that put their foot on the Bucks' throat, it was one person in particular: Patrick Mahomes. It was him, the quarterback, him that put his foot on the buck's throat. Lamar Jackson did not. We were talking about this in the green room before the show. Let's bring the conversation to y'all, y'all the family. I got an issue with how Lamar Jackson played, particularly in the second half of that game, but truth be told, the duration of that game. I put a lot of this loss on Lamar Jackson because they got seven points because Marlon Humphrey got that pick on the third play of the game. Lamar Jackson, a quick seven. They got the next three points because Devin Singletary fumbled. Great strip by the defensive lineman for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, three. So 10 of the 20 points came directly because of that Ravens defense. Lamar Jackson, second half, you ain't giving me nothing. You may be the best quarterback in the game, top five in the game for sure, maybe top three, and you ain't give me nothing. Yeah, we decide to go for it on fourth and two, and you can't convert for your boys. I got an issue with how Lamar played. Shady talked to me. Do you have an issue with how Lamar Action Jackson played? Uh, in that I game? mean, I mean, he, he didn't he didn't play
2: great. I give him that. He didn't really play great, but he didn't really play bad. I just he didn't convert late in the game um, with, with with you know the fourth and two. That's football. I mean, this is a good team. This is Buffalo. They're a good team. I, I'm just mad more on this the the, the team, right? Defense, because we need you to stop them. You didn't stop them, right? Josh went up and down the field. He scored. He was making plays. And then offensively, like you guys didn't put enough points up when you needed it. So I think it's not just only Lamar Jackson. Everybody co- combined together. Troy, where you at?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go collective as well. Lamar was not great yesterday. Like in the second half, numbers were. Pretty bad. 8 for 13, 36 yards, no touchdowns, 26.3 passer rating. That's not good. But the defense needs to get stops as well. I think, to, to Shady's point, this is a combined effort of what we need to fix yeah. with the Ravens. Why are we falling apart late in games against good opponents? We need to get stops, and then the offense needs to answer and not lose the lead. And again, that's what happened with the Chiefs and Bucks. Like, we have to answer here. That's on Lamar, obviously. He's the, he's the boss. He's the big guy. He's the quarterback. He's got to lead that charge. But the defense has to get stops, too. So overall, it's just something that the Ravens need to address.
3: I just worry that the Ravens don't have a curveball. And what I I mean by that is, like, when it's going great for them, it looks great. Like, when Lamar can run, when the running game's going. Honestly, J.K. Dobbins was back yesterday. It looked like they were going to run all over them in the first quarter. The Bills took that away, and then the Ravens didn't seem like they knew what to do. Like, they didn't have a reliable option in the passing game. I know it was raining, but the Bills found a way to make it work. (laughs) Josh Allen kept finding Stephon Diggs. They used a lot of screens. I didn't see it from the Ravens. And so, like, I always wonder about that. Like, in the NFL, everybody knows what you do well. And the great teams adapt when a team is capable of taking that away. In both of these games, in both of their losses, I mean, we haven't seen the Ravens adapt. Let's get to the pivotal play of the game, the one everybody's talking about. It was
0: fourth and two. John Harbaugh has a decision to make. He's on the 14th play of a nine-minute drive in the fourth quarter. For those that don't realize, a nine-minute drive is unheard of in football. He went all the way down the field. It's fourth and two. He has a decision to make. He says, I'm going to go for it with Lamar Jackson. They don't get it. Bills go down the field. Bills end up winning. Joy Taylor, I'm coming to you. It's not fourth and two, but I trust you to make this play. Was it a good decision for Harbaugh to go for it?
1: Well, look, in hindsight, obviously no. And generally, I lean towards be aggressive. But in the moment, I did not like them going for it. I wanted them to take the points. Obviously, it's Josh Allen on the other side, but... For at least for the first half, you were dominating this team. Trust your defense to get a stop. It's just there's a lot of time left. I, I don't know. I would have taken the points. Were you situation. at?
2: Two five. I'ma say go for it. Why not? We we all feel like Lamar is a top five, top six quarterback. They're all going for it, right? Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, yeah, yeah. Nick Herbert. All them guys are going for it. Josh he's going for it. So
0: and on the other side, you know, you got a hell of a quarterback on the other got side. So you got to put points up. Dave, before I come to you, let me set it up for you, if you will. I'm all I'm go for it. I'm go for it because you have a quarterback that wants $250 million. You got a $250 million caliber quarterback on your team to go for it. But more than that, I hope y'all took note. Ten minutes, 56 seconds, if I'm not mistaken, in the third quarter. Fourth and one, Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, as y'all watch it, they went for it. 25-yard line, could have kicked a field goal down by 10, need to get points. You went for it, but great players make great plays. He makes one guy miss right mm. there. Second guy's going to come up. He's going to pump fake him, make him miss, and he's going to find a way to get it done. That's just what greats do. I'm sitting next to a great, LaShawn McCoy. He would live above the X's and O's. Everything would be done, but he would get it done. Lamar, fourth and goal. Now it's your time. Make the play. You're one of the greatest in the game. You got a receiver right there to your left. That's a running back, Mike Webster. You could hit him. He's wide open. You could hit him. You can step up into the pocket and what y'all can't necessarily see. Devin Duvernay climbing in the corner of the end zone. So there were open people for Lamar to hit. Dave, with that being said... You think good decision, bad decision. You okay with it? Where
3: you at? I want to I wanna be clear because I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm team go for it all the way. I'm very aggressive-minded. We'll talk about them, too. The Eagles were very aggressive yesterday, and it worked out Always, for them. Always, baby. It, it's a good idea most of the time. So, like, I'm not going to kill John Harbaugh. In this specific instance, I would have kicked a field goal. Why? Ball. Why? Because put the pressure on the other team. Put again, like, you know, the the final score of this game was 23 to 20. Yes, the Bills had driven for a couple of touchdowns, but by and large, this was a sloppy game. Like, I went back and watched it again this morning just to make sure I wasn't crazy. Like, there were drop balls, there were guys slipping, there were a couple fumbles. You don't know what's going to happen in these conditions if you force them. And again, if you kick the field goal, that means even if you give up field goal position, you're still going to overtime. If you mm. kick the field goal, in order to lose, you have to let them go the full 80 yards. Right. There's a million mistakes they could make. There's a million breaks you could catch. Put the pressure on the other team. And I heard what Harbaugh said as well. Like, it's awesome if you pin them on the two. I feel a that, lot. That's the thing. I feel a lot better about it. Yeah. But also... On fourth down, when you commit to a pass like that, there's no throwing that away. Ah, uh, but here, here's what we it, got there's to talk. no throwing the ball away because
0: it like because you're not scoring if thing, you do that. If your quarterback is Lamar Jackson, one of the best in the league, we talk about it all the time. Shady believes it. Dave, Joy, they all believe it. Two hundred fifty million dollars worth. Fourth yeah. and two. In my mind as a coach, oh, we're getting it. Yeah. Worst case, if we're not getting it, we're not getting it. But he ain't throwing a pick. You feel me? Like, <laughs> it's either they're getting it at the two or we're scoring. I'm not thinking, oh, my $250 million guy's just going to throw a pick. Go ahead, Joy.
1: But I think it's, Dave made my point better oh, <laughs> than I true. did, which is the circumstances have to matter also. I like when coaches are aggressive, and I'm not like, banging on Harbaugh for making this decision. It does make sense. He is a great quarterback. You've had the lead. You should be able to convert this. But you should also consider the circumstances. How is the game going? And to Dave's point, put the pressure on them. They have to go score a touchdown. Worst case scenario, you're going to overtime at home. That's the worst case scenario if you can't stop them from going the length of the field and scoring a touchdown.
0: What's, in a messy game, that it, this bad weather. But was Harbaugh not right? Because think about it. Harbaugh was well, like, lost, So no. Well, right in the sense of this. He was like, I want to score because I know they can go score. Or him one to two. They still went down the field and which, did what Harbaugh bet yeah. on them doing, which is why he wanted to go for it in the first no, place. No, no. But they but didn't. But they
1: didn't because they didn't convert. If he had taken the points, you're going to overtime. Again, this isn't an outrage.
0: Well, they could have scored. Remember it- the Bills? The Bills? stopped themselves from right. scoring so that
3: they yeah, couldn't yeah, get yeah, right, the, field right, yeah, wait, keep the field goal. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Bills. They was moving them. Like, yeah, they was like, whatever we moving. want, they we going to get. Yeah. You, you had a thought. No, it, I mean, and that's true. I, and it's hard to play this game in hindsight. Of course. Of course of Being course. down 23-20 might change the way that you call that stuff. You know, I mean, like, it, it's real. hard to that's predict real. the future. And, and that's, to, to your point, like, I'm not going to sit up here and be like, John Harbaugh's an idiot for doing that. I'm like, I probably would have kicked, but I understand the logic.
2: One thing about Lamar watching him lately, is it me or he don't really, like, scramble no more? He doesn't. I, I feel like he don't scramble at all. He, so, I was watching it like Dave, right? It's he, to pay the man the money and we won't have this problem. i pay your <laughs> man the two fifty. He 50 He going
0: to scramble. He going to run. He going to do whatever it takes to win the game. I, I think Sadie's is exactly Seriously. right. Seriously. Watch Lamar Jackson for the first two or three quarters. Then watch Lamar Jackson on the last possession uh, when he threw that interception. It's different. First three quarters, it's though Lamar Jackson's playing calculated. I don't even know if he notices, to be honest, America. But it's like he's playing calculated. Then when he knows I just got to get it done, he gets it done. Third and 12, scrambles, right. gets the first down. Third and eight, gets the first but down. It's, it's, not a lot, it's not a lot like we're saying. I'm not talking about like, quarterback-driven runs. I'm just no, talking about the scrambling. just scrambling. Andy, I, we got to check that. got to check that, Andy. That's Shady asking our statistician to check that. Next <laughs> up, though, I got to ask Shady what you think about them Eagles. Can I get a quick, can I get a quick Yeah, y- Y'all already know what it is, man. Slide, we slide, baby. Yo, Eagles are still 4-0. Are they clearly, though, clearly the Come best on. team in the NFL? Because the Cowboys look good. Chiefs look Cowboys.
3: good. Hey, they ain't beat the He's Cowboys the in how the long, day. Day. I chose on, man? Macho said Cowboys. Uh, it's been a couple years. Couple years. It's been a couple years. Couple years.
0: Next. <laughs> Well, the Eagles rewarded their fans with another win yesterday. They're a perfect 4-0. Only undefeated team in football. Meanwhile, their quarterback, Jalen Hurts, over 200 total yards, touchdown run. Keep in mind, he threw a pick six on the first possession, and he was down 14-0. So for one of the first times in his young career, he had to overcome a major deficit and still get the dub. LaShawn McCoy is nodding in Jubilee. Shady are the Eagles, and dare I say it, Your Eagles, kind of mine too, but they love you a lot more there. Are your Eagles clearly the best team in the NFL? Absolutely. We're number one in the NFL. This is the reason why, right?
2: One thing is you might say, okay, they have a better quarterback than the Eagles. Or you might say they have a better coach than the Eagles. You might have an all-pro D lineman better than the Eagles. But all together, collectively, we are their best team. From the management to the head coach to the running backs to the quarterbacks to the defensive backs to the defense <laughs> alignment, we got it all. We could be up and win the game and not give up like the Ravens, or we come back from behind. <laughs> 14, we were there at 14, 14 and yeah. came back and won the game. So when I look at my birds, and I'm not being biased, I'm just being honest, but I look at the whole team, we have it together. And Dallas, watch out, because you know what's going to happen. Talking to you, brother. I Say anything. You just, you're just looking at me the wrong way. Say anything. Eagles and Dallas, we have two different brackets. And if it feels good, football's a better place, I gotta be honest. When the yeah. Giants are a good team, yes, sir. right? When the 49ers are a good team, yeah. and Dallas is decent. And the and the Eagles are good. It's better football. So we beat up on y'all.
3: It's bad Mondays for them Dallas Cats in Texas. It is a nice it's a nice change of pace that the NFC East is like respectable right now. You know? Yeah. Like every long time. yeah, right? Uh, but Clearly, the key, the key word there is clearly. Is look, look, the Eagles are the last unbeaten team. I'm going to give them their respect. That's right. Please do. I, shameless plug, I do power rankings on foxsports.com. The Eagles will be number one on that list. Smart man. Clearly, clearly the best team. No, come on. I mean, y'all saw the Chiefs play last night. You watched that game. Mm-hmm. The, the Bills are still there. If the Chiefs and the, and the Eagles played on a neutral field today, who are you taking? Who you I'll taking? i undefeated team. Okay, all this all right. dude. okay. Like, that's fine. I'll take the Is Chiefs. your jacket tight? <sighs> a bit. I mean, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that regardless. Yeah, baby. I'm gonna, look, look the Eagles are one of the three best teams in the league. Yeah. I'm not ready say, to say, say they are problem. clearly the That's best. Tougher. That's Joy, all.
0: are I'm you ready, ready to say the Eagles are clearly the best team in the NFL? Well,
1: I did say they were the best team in the NFC. You didn't? Where we at? <laughs> we leveling up? No, I do I do think they are the best team in the NFL. They have they have to be given their respect. They're undefeated. You have to give them their respect right now. And I was higher on the Chiefs than a lot of people, but and they had an unbelievable performance last night. But this matters. It's hard to win games in the NFL. Talk we about know it. this. It's
2: hard. Yeah, we know this. Like it's a good team. They're a good team. A are a good team. Good team. And the, yes, yeah. and and yes. Jacksonville
1: is better than we thought they were going to be. So we have to give them their respect as well. Uh, also, just as a side note, uh, I mean, I'm such a wimp. I am not sitting outside in that weather. I don't know how y'all do it. I'm <laughs> so uninterested. Like I, you know what? I was watching that. I was like, I bet Shady loves playing in this. <laughs> yes. I don't yes. want to know. Look at that rain. Oh, this looks so cold. <laughs>
3: Mm-mm. Credit to that, like they did not look like they were playing in a hurricane. They game. did not. No, they, At like, first, true. they did though. Yeah. Those first couple possessions, yeah, 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 yeah. Trevor Lawrence yeah.
0: four fumbles in totality. Jalen Hurts was like, oh, not going everybody. On?
1: They got it together, but that's that's rough weather to play in. Uh, I'm very impressed with the Eagles. I I think I've maybe never been more wrong about anything in my career than Nick Sirianni. I did. I thought it was going to be a disaster. Yeah. I thought that the way everything fell apart with Doug Peterson, that nothing was going to ever get back on track in Philadelphia. And they have. And I love how Jalen Hurts is playing. I love how he's shutting up critics every single week in a different way, in bad weather and good weather, coming from behind, playing with the lead, winning in different ways, throwing the ball well. He's first in passing yards per attempt, fifth in passing yards total in the league. So we're eliminating questions about whether he's able to pass the ball or not. I mean, he's just stepped up in a tremendous way. You, you have to get the Eagles credit.
0: Eagles good now. Eagles good. They good. They good. Uh, are they clearly the best in the NFL? Yeah. I'll say yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll say yeah. I struggle with the word clearly. I'll be honest. I will say yeah. I try to be objective. Shady still calls them my Eagles and then says he's not being biased, but he still is possessive of the Eagles, <laughs> so clearly there's some bias there. The Eagles, I can't call them my on television. The Eagles, I will say, are clearly the best because, like Joy said, they won four games, have lost none. Right. Now, what that really means to me is that the Eagles' floor is higher than a lot of other teams' floors. The the Chiefs, as good as they are, lost to the Colts. Why does that matter? It matters because special teams matters. Ask Michael Clay if special teams matters. Eagles, special teams coordinator, was the assistant coordinator when I was there. Special teams are a part of the game. Eagles have no weaknesses. Offensive line, strong. Quarterback, strong. Running backs, strong. Tight end, strong. Wide receivers, strong. Defensive line, strong. Super strong. Defensive backs, strong. Linebackers, strong. Eagles have no weaknesses. The only question I have to five, how strong are their strengths? That's really the question you're going to have to answer. It's the question we all going to have to answer. They don't have weaknesses. But how strong are their strengths? Because until I see them knock off a team they're supposed to lose to or knock off a team that's better than them, then I can't answer the question of how strong are their strengths. Troy talks about it all the time. We talk about it all the time. Eagles are supposed to beat the Detroit Lions. They're supposed to beat the Vikings at home, prime time. They're supposed to beat the Commanders with Carson Wentz. They got rid of Carson Wentz for a reason. They're supposed to beat the Jags. This isn't my words. This is Fox Bet. Literally, according to Vegas, they are supposed to win these games. So what will the Eagles do? When they face an opponent, they're not necessarily supposed to beat. That is when I will at least learn something. If you beat me in a one-on-one rep, congratulations. You're supposed to. I'm a six-round pick. You're a second-round pick. You're an all-time leading rusher. I'm up and down on practice squad. When you beat D'Amico Ryans in one-on-one, current defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers beat, when you beat Michael Kendrick's one-on-one, second-round pick for the Philadelphia Eagles, now you can pat yourself on the back. You're supposed to beat me. Right, right. Beat them. That's where
2: I'm at. And I see where you're going with this, and I like that. But the one thing you're forgetting is that this is still a new team. We're doing so well with a new team. For example, Jalen Hurts. Now, like, I know who I, who I can throw the ball to in different situations. AJ Brown, you know, short yardage, you know, 32. I can throw them balls. I'm always going to bang it, break a tackle, mm-hmm. and maybe give you another extra 10. Where I go to my other smaller back, man, with Smith, and go deep. You're learning your team, it, not even that part, on defense. Bradbury and, and Slay are they're, they're new together. Yep. So now as a coordinator, I'm like, wow. Okay, he's better with man-to-man, bumper around. Or he's better at zone. Like, now you can put things together with the game plan. So I hear what you're saying, but we're only going to get better. All these teams we talk about, the Chiefs is a great team. It's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes Travis Kelsey, right? Solid defense. When they get better, they're already nice. We're going to get better. Our quarterback, everybody, J- Jalen Hurts, is he still, is he good? Is he still the guy? They don't know yet. Is he? He looks good this week. Maybe not next week. We're going to get better and better and better because we're a young team. We're new together. That is
0: dangerous. I'm going to go off script here when I come to the left side of the table. I apologize ahead of time. Shady said something 10 minutes ago I don't fully agree with. Oh, okay. Eagles, Cowboys, completely different brackets. Yeah, the yes. reason I don't agree with it is because styles make fights. I look at Micah Parsons. I look at Trayvon Diggs. I look at Leighton Vanderesh, been playing really good lately. I look at Donovan Wilson, safety for the Cowboys, second-rank safety through four weeks of That's ball. Pretty good. I look at Demarcus Lawrence. He's interior on the pass rush now when they go in the nickel because Michael Parsons plays on the exterior. I look at what the Cowboys are doing with the run game. I can't say we
3: ain't scared, that though.
0: the Eagles, who haven't beat the Cowboys in Dave, please tell me how long.
3: Oh, God, it was, I mean, 2020 when Dak first got hurt when Ben DiNucci played. That was the last time, I believe, the Eagles that is So, yeah. when, well, when the, the Eagles congrats. haven't beat the Cowboys in meaningful games in a while. A long time. Would you say that – 19 e- for the last meaningful game. I remember that. They did win the division in 19. Would you
0: say that the Eagles and Cowboys are in completely different brackets?
3: No, and, I mean, no, and, 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 like, here's the, the great Seriously? equalizer, and I, y'all – Call me a hater if you want to. But, like, the Eagles have the edge at quarterback currently. Like, the way Jalen Hurts is playing, even you would take him over Cooper Rush, even though that's your guy. I would take him over Dak right now. We'll, we'll see. Dak is, Dak goal is, goal is, Dak's had Philly's number for a couple years at this point. Wait, but my point is, like, if, you are, if you're a football nerd, a football fan, like, Dan Quinn and this Dallas defense trying to figure out this Philadelphia offense right. is going to be must-see TV. Because mm-hmm. the thing I like about Philly is they're so versatile. Like that, I mean, like you said, they can win the game a number of different ways. Dallas has the personnel to combat that. Yep. I'm curious. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's going to be good. We've been watching wait, the same wait, wait. games. Be good. My thing is, Joyway,
2: Joyway our team is so much better than the Cowboys. Right? Who's I, team, whose team is better? I'm just talking about that. And that's my, Philly. Our, our office line is just as good as your defense line. Philly's. True. Yeah. No, yeah. no doubt. to let them guys go right now. Lane, look, you got Micah, let's handle that. Right? But, but Micah
0: going to go we, to the right side. Yeah, he going to, yeah. What's? My water?
3: Yeah, beast. You see how big he is? Yeah, oh, he is got a hurt, big boy. he got hurt. Philly's roster overall I would take over Dallas. Obviously. Roster. But if you're just talking about the offense going against the defense, styles make fights. Like, it's going to be a hell of a styles matchup. I mean, fights. I know we got a whole we got time, week of game to get but to. But I'm just interested in this one. It's going
0: to be fascinating. Joy, where are you at? Are they Eagles, Cowboys, completely different brackets? Yeah, they're different brackets. Thank you, Joy. <laughs> different brackets. And,
1: and, and the main reason is Jalen Hurts. Because I've been talking oh, about man. how good this Dallas defense is. You can't take anything away from this Dallas defense. They're unbelievable. But the Eagles lead the NFL in sacks. They, all, they are do. tied for the league lead in takeaways. Mm-hmm. They are top 10 in rushing offense, rush defense, pass offense, pass defense, red zone offense, third zone We're offense. They are just top of everything. Scoring everything. defense, they're third in total defense. So overall, as a team, the Eagles are better, and they're better at the most important position, which is quarterback. And it's not just that Jalen Hurts is better at throwing the ball than Cooper Rush. He also is running the ball better than any quarterback in the league. So his second, he trails only Lamar in rushing yards. So behind Lamar, who we know is the most dynamic quarterback, quarterback in yes, the league, he is. so and so, a better coach. So this, so when you're looking at the, the situation overall, I don't know, maybe maybe not. I, I we'll, we'll see. But if I'm picking, if I'm having to pick between the Eagles and the Cowboys right now, I'm I'm going with the Eagles. Oh, I am too. I'm, and I, and that doesn't matter who is that quarterback. Oh,
3: I'm picking the Eagles too. But put it this way, I don't think it's the mismatch that I did two weeks ago, particularly, again, and we'll say, like, that—that that is the big question for me with Jalen Hurts. He's been amazing. He's going to come up against a defense, a defensive coordinator who has the personnel to make life a little bit tougher on him. I think Dan Quinn is equipped to do that, but he could absolutely prove me wrong. I can't wait to see.
1: I'm not saying anything about... The Cowboys' defense that is disparaging. They're incredible. for sure.
3: No, I think we're all on the same My page. My question honestly. in that
1: matchup is the Cowboys' offense. Yeah, I know this is a very oh. pro-Cooper rush show here, but Cooper Rush has thrown for more than multiple touchdowns in one game, and that was against the Commanders. We know the points that the Philadelphia Eagles can put up. Are they going to be able to match that effort and against a good Philadelphia defense? That's my question. Can Dallas- if you're talking about... If now, they're the real same quick category. though, Dave,
0: because Joyce said something, she said regardless of who's at quarterback. I know you probably don't stand for that. <laughs> if Dak that- oh.
3: Prescott is at quarterback, are you still going Eagles? Like I said, I think it will it's like it's it's a division game it's going to be tight dak even if he plays probably won't be 100% healthy yeah and also can Dallas keep whoever their quarterback is upright? Like, Philly's front is nasty, man. Like, they're – they're. Ju- I mean, we talk about Micah and this Dallas pass rush. Philly's right there with him. Hassan Reddick is Jeez. a monster. So, no, even with Dak – Even with Dak, I give the edge to stay Philly. Stay on, that, Still on that side. It's going to be – Don't come over with us. Why don't you ever
0: let him come over, I, I big felt God? like he was why trying to, like,
3: come over here to Philly. No, stay over there in you Dallas. Why try the – So, division. pick your side, like, bro. That's, well, all, that's why, all you why do. Why can't he come over to no, your side, no big No U-turns. You can't do that.
1: Wait. See, I'm just here to say how I feel. Doing the, we're doing this now because we're doing a Cowboys-Eagles talk, topic. But when we talk about Cooper Rush, then you exactly. <laughs> to Like, Shady
3: finds a way to win
2: no matter what. <laughs> my opinion is this. I think that Cooper Rush is doing a lot better than just the defense. It's my opinion.
0: But not better. Than no, but, but,
1: but, but what I'm saying is this. If you're looking at a matchup, okay. right, of the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. and the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. I'm going with Philly not just because they're 4-0, because I've seen what this Philadelphia offense has been able to produce. Look, we, as we, good as Cooper Rush has been, he's beaten the Bengals, the Giants, and the Commanders.
3: Shady's like, stay over there. Don't come over here with us, but I'm the captain of the Cooper Rush bandwagon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make that make sense for me. We'll make this make sense. The
0: Kansas City Chiefs are still very very Uh-oh. good. Patrick Mahomes putting up highlights that if you did not see, you must see. And when we come back, Shady owes somebody an apology. Yes, I hear do. Yes, I do. That's next. Speak. Shady apologizing? Only when I'm wrong. <laughs> What's up, family? Wait till you all read this. This is wild. Colts running back Naheem Hines yesterday. He said the truth a little too loud. He said, quote, non excuse. But every year we got a new quarterback. So each year we have growing pains while we sit here and watch Tennessee, which has had Ryan Tannehill, what, my whole career. And each year we're restarting and we have to turn the page. Ryan Tannehill, by the way, the Tennessee Titans quarterback, obviously. Oh. Shady, Naheem oh. Hines, a running back. I know y'all running backs can be outspoken. Oh. Make that make sense. He out of line?
2: You good I mean, with it? He's right, but he should say it. He should pass that to, to JT. Jonathan Taylor, hey, say this for me. because <laughs> he he can't, he can't say that. Why? Wow, can he back up? Yeah, he can. Yeah, like, they'll be asked for his playbook. Hey, son, you have a lot to say. Bring that playbook also. He can't do that. He can't do that. I, where are
1: you at? You got an issue with it? I I mean, he. No, he's not wrong. Not wrong. I mean, I'm with Shady. I don't think they're going to like it. Whoa. But it's true. And the Colts deserve a lot of criticism. They are probably the most disappointing team in the league outside of the Raiders, who, you know, finally got a win yesterday. So he's not telling any lies.
0: Dave, here's how I feel about it. Y'all gave me Phillip Rivers. Three years ago, I think Naheem Hines' rookie year, maybe a sophomore year. Then Carson Wentz last year. Then Matt Ryan this year. It's a, a carousal, rotating carousal at the quarterback position. And Naheem Hines the one who got to take the beating. His family texting him, why y'all sorry? Uh, reporters beat writers like Dave.
3: Naheem Hines struggles to gain any yardage. I catch a stray for this. you catch catching a stray, big dog. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. How you feel about it if you were to hurt him? I'm like, I mean... I probably wouldn't have said it if I were him. But I'm happy to know that somebody on the Colts is just as pissed off about all this as I am. Cause, like, I thought the Colts were going to be great this year. They're sorry. So, like, shouts out to them. I mean, good good for you. Good for you for saying what needed to be said. Cause, well, like, good luck, though. Tell them that no, no, you. no. I mean, like I said, maybe shouldn't have done it, but, like, no lies were told. No lies. No lies. Time. No
0: lies. Well, um, Shady, unfortunately, it looks like you, sir, have told a lie about the Kansas City Chiefs because they dominated against your Bucks, who got you a ring. But I guess the Chiefs got you a ring too. Anyway, Patrick Mahomes, he showed out last night. It wasn't even fair. It was video game type of performances. Look at this play right here. What is that? How is that possible? Anyway, our guy Shady McCoy, he said that the Chiefs' offense wasn't quite as explosive, yet here they are putting up 41 points in a game, 44 points in a game, 27 points in three of their four games this season. Shady, you owe the Chiefs an apology. You ready to apologize?
2: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Andy Reid, I want to apologize. I should know better. I, I should know better to ever doubt you. Um, I mean, he's a great coach. And then you have Patrick Mahomes, who just does, like, miracle work out there. Just spinning, that, spinning around, throwing it all crazy. I, I don't know. I just think that when I watch him play, the eyeball test tells me that they're not as explosive. They don't look as scary um, for defenders. But then he goes to, to Tampa. And deliver a a spanking, which I'm surprised it went like that. But I got to say, I'm sorry. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Apologize, Chiefs. (laughs) At
0: what point? Did your eyes lie to you? I tried to make your eyes make sense. True story. I asked before the show, hey, how many pl- explosive plays do the Chiefs have this year versus last year? I was like, let me look out for my dog. Shady is my dog. I'm always going to try to make you right. No, you're going. I'm, no, this. I'm trying to make you. No, 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 sure no. If you leave me hanging, but, I won't
2: dap you but, up. The but but stats ain't stats. Like, I tell you this all the time.
0: What did your eyes tell I, you? I get it. Come, Come on. 19 explosive plays this year, 16 I know. last I, year. I
2: looked them up. I know. But, right, so will you tell what? me? Hold up. So, you tell me that last year they weren't, they were, or this year they're more explosive than
0: last year? Here's where I'm at. No. All right. But thank you. Here is where your I'm, eyes will work. Here's where okay. I'm at, Joy Taylor. The Chiefs are not as scary, but they are just as lethal. That's really the only way I could deduce it is that. They're not as scary at all. Without Tyree Kill, as a person who played defense in the National Football League for four years, and more than anything, my job was to understand opposing offenses and help the starters out, I'm not as scared of the Chiefs. But they are more lethal. As stupid as it may sound, it's kind of like the lions versus the hippos. Hippos are five times more likely to kill humans than lions are. But I'll tell you this much. I'm much more scared of a lion than I am a hippo. But hippos are, for whatever reason, more lethal joy. You've not You've been on the Chiefs bandwagon from the jump. What did you learn in their win? Did you learn anything? That's
1: why more people get messed up by them hippos, because they don't pay attention. Mm. That's why. Hippos are cute. You ever see a hippo open his mouth? I'm good on both of them. The lion's in <laughs> <and> that.
2: <lion's laughs> stay
3: over lying.
1: there. Mind my, my, my business and stay away from both those animals. They will kill you. Um, but that's a good point, because I didn't really learn too much about the Chiefs going into this game, because I felt like they were going to still be good this year. And it's okay to say that Tyreek Hill not being on the squad makes them less scary because Tyreek Hill is that dude. We know that. But what I learned is they're still capable of yeah. overcoming and they're, they are versatile. And this is what I love about this team. It's what I love about Andy Reid and I love about Patrick Mahomes. And you got to give Travis Kelsey some flowers, too, because he's been playing unbelievable. You A great team, a dynasty, finds ways to adapt. They can lose big-time players and still play at the same level even though they look different. So that's what I learned about them, is that they really are able to transform with different personnel. Like, this is what we talk about when we talk about dynasties. This is what we talk about, and I'm not saying that the Chiefs are a dynasty yet, but I'm saying this is the makings of yeah. one. This is what you see consistently when you look at sports dynasties for decades or for long periods of time. They lose personnel. They stay at the top. That's what's the genius of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes really is. And that's what was exciting to watch yesterday because this was a great measuring game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Going up against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. you're on the road. It's Tom Brady, and the defense has been giving up nine points per game. Nine points per game. Yep. And Tom Brady got his weapons back. He mm-hmm. had Julio Jones.
2: And his left we tackle. He had, and left tackle. had
1: Mike Evans, and he got his left tackle back. Shut so up. this, everyone's there. So this is really like, okay, it's heavyweight, heavyweight. Who's gonna win? And right. the Chiefs dominated. So that's that's a telling thing when you look at what the Chiefs' offense is still able to do.
3: I don't know why. And their defense was amazing. Sorry. No, they, they were great. I, I don't know why I try so hard to be nice to Shady because he's so <laughs> he's so mean to me. That's right. And okay. I'll always be mean to you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know early in the season. You know. I. I don't think you really owe an apology because they're they are not as explosive like that. You were right about that. Like Tyree kill leaving changes a lot of things. But where you were wrong and smart of you to apologize to Andy Reid, do not bet against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. They don't need Tyree kill. You have the best and most talented quarterback walking the face of the earth. And a coach who is not only a genius who's been doing this for decades, but has now worked with Mahomes for five, six years. They know each other's brains. Yeah. That stuff is important, man. So, and not like there's a million different ways they can do this. They scheme up looks for their receivers. And it wasn't even all pretty, by the way. Like we were watching before the show, Marquez Valdez Scantling dropped a touchdown. Yeah. But they can scheme up looks for those guys. It's easy to say double Travis Kelsey, but not very many people can do it effectively. And now it looks like the Chiefs have a running game that's worth being worried they ran about. A lot. They, they yeah. ran for 181 yeah. yards that's last like night. I was shocked. Pacheco. So it's Pacheco. Out of, and like, and round pick out of Rutgers? Clyde Edwards-Zillaire looks better than what we've seen as well. So you add all of that stuff together. Yeah, they're probably not as explosive. They're just as terrifying because of number 15. you still
0: worried at all. Because for whatever reason, I don't know why I'm still with you. It's like yeah. I look at the Chiefs and I'm like, man, they, they can't be all that good. But then they beat the brains out of the Cardinals. They not all that good. Beat the chart. They not all that good. Beat the Bucks. But for whatever reason, and maybe it's just because they lost Tyree Kill, I can't get over that. I'm still like, how are they this good? Are you worried about them at all, or are all worries are gone? I'm not really worried
2: about them because um, I do have Patrick Mahomes, who's the best, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. And I forgot because Andy Reid went to four uh, NFC Championship games, right? Five. Straight. Oh, I'm sorry, five. And five And the one with the Super Bowl, they didn't have T. L. because T. L. was hurt. So he won games with with less. But the only thing is, they're still not scary. Like when I just look across the board, the wide receivers, they might not have a receiver for thousand yards. Receiver this year. And then is that I, a bad thing? I, I think so. It's like I, I don't have a, a, a true go-to guy. So it puts so much pressure on Patrick Holmes to be great. It is true. So, so that means like every game he has to make one of them crazy plays where he scrambles, breaks a sack, spin around, and then throw a touchdown. If you take out Travis Kelsey, which is hard to do, but they're, everybody's going to try to do that. And then it's like, what else? So I guess they have to run the ball well like they did last night, right? And they have to make Patrick Holmes be great. And Andy Reid has to keep down up them plays. So they can still win. It's just not. I don't know if it's as scary to me. It's we, not as. It's
3: not as easy. It's not as okay, easy. Okay, that's a better yeah. one. Not as easy. Because that, that, that's did, six. The
0: Dolphins become best friends. No, no never. We've been. Oh, best, we've never. been best friends. Become, I believe Green. No, I don't want to do that. It.
3: But look, them,
2: them quick six-yard passes that go for fifty yards, like like that's gone. But in other words, I see like the plays that are dialing up. You get them same passes for six yards, and they go for ten yards. So. They, they it's just different. Be, they
0: just became best friends. No, we, did. it no, we didn't. It will be short no, in the garage. Because coming up, the no, Cowboys, they streaking right now, no, and it looks like Shady and Dave going to be beefing once again. Every so day, Without that, Prescott, Cooper Rush has won three straight. Well, Rush has out. our opinion of the Cowboys' new star quarterback, Cooper Rush, changed? Has it changed in Dallas in total? Beef. Oh, yes. Rush out. QB1. It's rush hour, because a rush is always on when Cooper Rush is under center. Two touchdown passes helped the Cowboys win their third straight game. Nobody could have called that when he took over for Dak Prescott. Now, a report says Dak Prescott is eyeing Sunday's game against the Rams as a possible return to the lineup. Cooper Rush's solid performance, I won't say dominant, but I at least have to say solid, has led me to this question. We did not think the Cowboys would be here yet, Joy. Here they are. Has your opinion of the Cowboys changed?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was super wrong about this situation. As soon as Dak Prescott went down, I thought it was panic mode. And that's mostly because they didn't have a backup quarterback on the roster. So who is going in at the backup quarterback position? Who's going to play for this team? You've got to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo or Mason Rudolph or somebody. You've got to get someone in there to keep you afloat while Dak Prescott is out. If you lose these two divisional games that they ended up winning – You could be in a really bad situation, especially if you have to rush Dak Prescott back, because as we've seen with this particular injury, you could be back on the field. You can be on your feet, but it could be really ugly. So you don't really want to rush your starting quarterback back if you don't have to. My opinion's completely changed. You go 3-0 and and win two divisional games, albeit we don't think too much of the Giants and certainly not of the Commanders, but it doesn't matter. They're divisional games. You need to win those. And you get a win against the Bengals. And you don't, you're do not you not doing it in spite of your backup quarterback, which is a lot of times what the situation is. You're winning solely because of your defense or solely because of your running game. Right. They're winning in different ways. So you have to feel great if you're the Cowboys about where you are right now, particularly with not having to rush D- Dak Prescott back from injury. My opinion's completely changed.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Cowboys are a, a really good team. And I, I use my words very intentionally. I think they are a really good team. We can say what we will, and we will say it, about who the Cowboys have or have not beat. But as I look at it, no NFC opponent has really beat an opponent I'm really that impressed by, except maybe the Packers beating the Bucs. But outside of that, I don't look at anybody like, yeah, they really crushed a dominant team. Our Eagles, your Eagles, they ain't really just beat nobody. I look at the Bucs. They ain't really just beat nobody. I look at the Cowboys. They beat the Bengals. I don't know if the Bengals are anybody, but I don't look at anybody in the NFC and say, man, they have several dominant wins against dominant opponents. So for that reason, Shady, yeah, my opinion of the Cowboys, it's continuing to grow. Uh, I said a week ago that I think the Cowboys were a good team, and I think some of y'all may have scoffed at that thought. But now my opinion's continuing to grow. But you are the resident Cowboys realist. I won't call you a hater. You're a I realist. A real. I like that. Where where, where, where where the stance at now with the boys? Um, I, I think my opinion's the same, right? I,
2: I said that they had a good defense, which they do, right? They get after the quarterback, which they do. They can run the ball when they want to. They have two good running backs. And then the best part was their quarterback. Okay, Dak's gone, but... Let's give Cooper Rush – let's give him a shot. Let's give him a chance. Because the same thing that got Dak's career going, jumping off, it's the same thing that can happen with, with, with Cooper Rush, and that's what he's doing. When I look at backups play, I'm so scared that they're going to have turnovers, throw picks, fumble the snap, something like that. And he hasn't. He looks so comfortable in there. And this is only way his fourth fully game, like, playing. So I imagine him getting more and more experience, more and more games, and – I'm not really surprised.
0: Dave, you know the Cowboys better than anybody. I always say, for those that aren't familiar, covered the Cowboys for 10 years, lived in Dallas the last 10 or 11 years, back when they were in Irving before Frisco.
3: Valley Ranch, baby. Valley
0: Ranch. So you've been been through it with
3: the Cowboys. They're taking you through it now. Has your opinion of them changed? I mean, the Cowboys take you through it no matter what. That's what (laughs) they do. Uh, Yeah, no, it has changed. Um, And it's because of just how bleak it looked after week one. And, like, not just because they lost Dak. They looked awful with Dak. Dak, as Shady loves to remind me, played, one, honestly, one of the worst games I've ever seen him play. And then all of the other guys on that team, the ones that are starring right now, by the way, were also bad. CeeDee Lamb was terrible in that game. <laughs> Noah Brown, for whatever reason, did not step up the way he has the last three weeks. They lose j Ron Curse to an injury in that game. He's still not back. They lose their starting guard in addition to not having Tyron Smith. All of that, you're like, damn, this team lost three starters and they looked like trash? I was right in the season off. And the way that they have rallied is amazing. Now, I think there's something to be said for not putting too much stock in a win against maybe decent Bengals team and then Giants and Commanders teams that are probably not very good. Three wins in the NFL is three wins. The only team with a better, a longer winning streak than the Cowboys right now is Philadelphia. Oh, I hear Yeah, the Eagles. The Eagles oh, are four zero. No. Congrats! Sorry. Guys. Congratulations. Cool.
1: I'm not ready to go to. They're a really good team. I think they are a good team, and they're certainly better than I thought they were. And I forgot, actually, about all the other calamity that (laughs) that went on in that game. Nobody had a worse week one. It was like the season was over after week one. How could you even imagine this team being competitive? But I think these next two games are lining up perfectly, similar to how the Chiefs got a good test against the Bucs and answered the call. These next two games against the Rams, who we think are a good team, and against the Eagles, who are the best team in the NFL right now, certainly record-wise, you can't argue with that. These are going to be the tests to see where Dallas really is. And, and what's been interesting about these games, I thought about this this morning, is how are they winning? They have Because the defense is so good, they haven't put Cooper in a space where he has to push, which is not, not a knock on Cooper. It's great. It's, it's really a reflection of how well they're playing as a team, as a whole, that they haven't had to overcome big defica- de- uh, deficits. They've only trailed for a total of 11 minutes and 10 seconds. <laughs> Technically,
0: they both work,
1: Joy. Well, that's true that's true We're We're
3: that's talking for an hour and
1: a half give that's me a break fair. they've trailed for a total of 11 minutes in three games and never by more than seven points and that's not a, that's not to knock cooper rushed he's doing what's being asked of him but that is a huge benefit that they haven't put him in a position where he's got to overcome these big deficits
0: deficits, and that matters. <laughs> Dave, real quick, um, before we go to break, because i got to come to you, this is a question that everybody needs an answer to. You said for whatever reason the Cowboys have been playing better. When you mentioned the Cowboys struggling in week one against the Bucks, it was either Dak Prescott or every player you mentioned was in connection to Dak Prescott. Noah Brown, CeeDee Lamb, or Dak Prescott himself. Offensive line week one played aight. First round pick, uh, Tyler Smith played aight at left tackle. Everybody played aight except Dak Prescott and anybody connected to Dak Prescott. Yeah. Cooper Rush has since played well. I need you to answer that question. If you've seen Dak play poorly, albeit one game, and you've seen Cooper Rush play good enough, albeit three games, against questionable
3: opponents, where do you stand now on pulling Cooper Rush to put Dak Prescott back in? That is the that is what's so important about them winning these games. They've bought themselves cushion. They like again, you know, of course you want to win every game, you only get 17 of them. They can get away with losing to the Rams. They could even get away with losing to the Eagles, honestly. Three and three is a hole that you can climb out of pretty easily. It's when you're talking about two and five, one and five, God forbid, 0 oh and six. Like, that's when it's time to start being like, okay, who's in the draft next year? Like, what's going on? They're not in that situation now. They could get away with Dak sitting for two weeks. Honestly, this is going to sound crazy. The buy, the buy is in a month. They go Rams, Eagles, Lions, Bears, and then they get a buy they could get away with not playing Dak until then. I don't think that'll happen, but I think they could get away with it. And my point is, do not rush Dak into a situation where he's going to struggle because he's not ready to play NFL football. It ain't going to be good for your win-loss record, and it's certainly not going to be good for the narrative around the Cowboys if we're sitting here saying, Dak looks awful because he's not healthy yet. Joy, I said – carousel isn't that
0: isn't that the thing that goes around yeah. in a circle yeah, yeah but that's not
1: what you said You said uh, What did you
0: say What, did he, what, did he what is a carousel 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 I didn't,
1: I didn't carousel. Know, carousel That's what a good teammate I I didn't I didn't want I didn't
3: want We let you let go. We let you go Is yeah. carousel the word no i don't believe well so, i mean it, it's, it's not want I, I to that's not how you pronounce you put the wrong I emphasis made, on the I know you meant yeah. carousel,
1: but i didn't want to stop i know i didn't know
3: rolling. if you meant deficit or "defecate." okay well <laughs> i didn't know i meant deficit. a good host has to ask we've talked about poop twice on this show i just want you to <laughs> oh know, uh, know that
0: we we'll what carousal <laughs> means after the break welcome back this man needs no introduction because his name is baker mayfield he only threw for under 200 yards and had three turnovers, but he had a lot to say oh. after the win. Baker, I'm here for it. Speak up, big dog. I don't really care about the fact that our fans are booing or what's going on. We're going to figure it out. And when we win, it'll still be just us in the locker room. And that's really all I care
2: about. So we're going to be just fine. Aw.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: You saying? Who cares about Aww. the fans? That's real. Aw. It's real, ain't it? Edgar. His feelings are hurt. It reminds me of Justin Fields the same way.
1: Thank, I'm glad this you that I was about, it's about, it's about it's to say, Shady. True. I know you don't like that. I didn't get the memo.
2: I guess it's like, if you play trash, you play bad, we can just complain about the fans. He's lucky he's not Philadelphia. Philadelphia, they gonna boo you, they gonna throw stuff at you. You are. And they might jump down and come get you. That's real, they (laughs) do
0: stuff at Santa Claus. That did happen. Uh, Uh, Okay, let's get to the real person I got beef with right now. uh Russell Wilson, man. These Broncos, (sighs) y'all still catching L's. To the windless Raiders, where they do that at? Come on, Russ. I've been fighting for you. I've been defending you publicly, privately. And now you're two and two and you look bad. Joy, you can go first. You got the first swing at the pinata. You blaming Russell Wilson for the Broncos' struggles?
1: Yeah, I got to. It's that oh, time. It is. It's that time. I defend Russ all the time, but at some point, you got to be the guy. Got to. We've been talking about this team for years. You're oh, just a quarterback away. Just a quarterback away. You forced your way out of Seattle. That comes with expectations. Mm-hmm. You've been paid. Mm. You got to do it. It's just like, the excuses have run out now. We're at this point in the season now is the time that you should be getting better we talked about nathaniel hackett yes he's a first-time head coach yes you're adjusting to a new place yes it might take a little time to get things going okay now you gotta get you gotta get things going because you just lost to the worst team in the league as far as win losses go right. they're the worst we know that they have a lot of talent i picked the raiders yesterday because i didn't think they were going to go 0 four with that much talent right. but at one point or another it's got to be on the guy with the most expectations and the most pressure so i i gotta put some on russ
2: two five you blaming russ I can't blame Russ. I, I don't want to blame them. They're, they're getting better and better. Like yesterday, he, he looked good. He did. He looked bad, right? And and surprisingly, the defense kind of let him down a little bit. They ran. They got ran over the whole game. I wouldn't say a little bit. I mean, you know. So <laughs> so, so I, I can't blame Russ for that. I mean, and then what? They're two and two. Like, let's not panic here. He still got
0: some time. Like let's down a little I'm bit. I'm panicked. I'm panicked. I'm blaming Russ. I'm upset. And it's not even because Russ looked bad. Because yesterday was actually by far his best game. 17-25, yeah. two touchdowns, no picks, a decent passer rating. He looked okay. But I'm blaming him, Joy, because I'm fed up. In all honesty, it's emotional. Russ, I'm blaming you because I'm fed up. I've been fighting for you. They came out, said you were a square. I said, no, you not. Came out, said you was corny. I said, no, you not. I've been fighting for you. And two and two? It's not good enough. Then nowhere on earth... Is that good enough for Russell Wilson? His numbers, they're not good. Geno Smith outplaying him right now, and Geno Smith is in a more limited offense, and he's a more limited player. Russell Wilson did not leave Seattle for this. That's not what he left Seattle for. Not to be 2-2 and and struggling on offense. Dave, I'm sorry. I blame him. I know he played
3: well-ish. Do you blame them as long as you're just just say you're frustrated. That's fine. Like just say you're like yeah, right. it, as long as you're not basing it in any sort of real logic. It's fine. Like no, I mean, look, the Broncos are off to a very disappointing start. But to Shady's point, two and two is two and two. Like it's it, you're right there where you want to be. Like ironically, like you'd rather be where the Broncos are than where the Raiders are, even though the Raiders just won that game. And I thought. That is what I thought the Broncos would look like. Like, Russ played well. No, I mean, Russ played well, 17 to 25 for 230, ran in the touchdown that put them back in the game, which is why I said, I put a lot of that on the defense, man. They got within two with two to play, and the Raiders just marched it right down their throats. No, I I don't put that on Russ. Maybe
1: their defense wasn't great yesterday, but we should be seeing spectacular performances from from Russell. That part. (laughs) part. You can't, because here's the thing here's the reality. He had the same game, essentially, that Cooper Rush did yesterday, Mm. right? He went 17-25, for 237 yards, two touchdowns. Cooper Rush, 15-27, for 223 yards, two touchdowns. You can't be having the same stat line as the guy who's played in four NFL games if you're Russell Wilson. You just can't. Like, the expectations do. When you get paid, when you're the guy, you come into a a team the way that he did, the expectations are higher, and they should be. So it's not that they're – it's cataclysmic. It's not that they can't turn it around, but you lost to the Raiders. I got that one right. <laughs> you, you, you lost to the Raiders who are the worst team in the division and the, and the worst team uh, win-loss wise in the NFL I don't care how you played. You are supposed to be elevating everyone
0: else. That's You're saying where that at. about Cooper, right? That's where I'm at. Here's what I know. We have seen special this season from Josh Allen. We've seen special this season from Lamar Jackson. We've seen special this season from Patrick Mahomes. We've seen special this season from Aaron Rodgers. I just want to see special from you, Russell Wilson. Well, seeing, speaking of seeing special, Steelers might be seeing special because they just made a huge announcement at the quarterback position. Finally! We're going yes. to want to hear. Anytime. Dale, yes. The pit. Be
2: the pit, baby. Anytime. Thank you, Tama. Thank you, brother. Thank you.
1: Nice time.
0: We got some huge breaking news out of Pittsburgh. Starting quarterback for the Steelers moving forward, Kenny Pickett. Rookie first-round pick out of Pitt. Now, he saw action in yesterday's loss to the Jets, finishing with two touchdown runs. First quarterback to debut with two rushing touchdowns in his debut. Anyway, Shady, how you feel? Kenny Pickett taking over the starting. He should have been took that job over. I'm happy Tomlin finally
2: gave it the OK. Kenny Pickett's a beast. I watched him at Pitt. I went to Pitt. I know what type of players come from Pitt. OK? A lot of peas. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> make sure my boy balls. I'll give him a chance.
0: You at Joy.
1: Hail to Pitt. Uh, I agree with you. I didn't like that he didn't win the starting job coming out of uh, preseason. I thought he played well in preseason. Right. I-, I don't know what we need to learn about Mitch Trubisky. So I was happy to see him out there. I know everyone's talking about the interceptions. Two of them were off of the receivers, and one was a Hail Mary. I'm not right. tripping off that. You had to make the change. That offense was uh, was unbearable to watch. You, and if nothing else, you need to see what he's going to develop into.
3: Kenny he pick it? Yes, he can! <laughs> no. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in on that. I mean, like I said, once he comes ran in...
1: You have that one by me before. <laughs> no, no, no.
3: It was fantastic. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not sorry. I'm
0: not <laughs> sorry. I mean, was it a, a, an original joke? Or is this like a movie quote? That's
3: from... That's a well, Tribe right. Call Quest, man. We'll talk about that. I'll I know. Know. Well, well, well. Good job, Kenny. I, have, I had no idea. Way to go, Kenny. Give him more credit than Kenny Pickett. We are all that. Yo, that's
0: it for us.